It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. We are live in the Traveling GT Toys studios today. That is inside Van Slicks in Rivers Casino and Resort. Uh, NFL action kicked off. It's at 930 this morning over uh, in the big Frankfurt over in, uh, in, in Germany as the Patriots are playing the Colts. And uh, right now, at the half, 7-3 Colts, my friends. 7-3 Colts. I don't know if I like the nickname the Big Frankfurt. I think the Big Kibasa, the Big Sausage, the Big Beer. All those could be better nicknames. The for Big it. Beer, just the Big Beer. That's, that's it, it, just the that's Big it. Beer. That's it. When you go to, um, if you go to Memphis, there's Beale Street. Yeah. And they, like, they promote being able to walk the street with, with beers. So, like, multiple places sell what's called the Big Ass Beer. <laughs> and it's like you just go in, like literally they don't they don't even, they don't expect you to stay. You walk in, you throw you know ten bucks down, they hand you this giant plastic beer, and you walk away. And that's that's all I can think of. So that would have to be a Beale Street thing for me, not a Germany thing. I would love to go to that city. I I don't want to undercut or undervalue the game right now in Germany. Not much has happened. Can, can we just sum it up? Like, yeah. Not much is the only thing I've got for you so far involving this Germany game. The Germany game last week is so much better for Dolphins Chiefs. Is that the favorite storyline I still have now, hours later, almost days later, now depending on how you look at the clock in Germany, is that Bill Belichick is doing the reverse Ted Lasso. If you watch Ted Lasso like Levac and I do, Ted Lasso was very much uh, criticized and critiqued early. This isn't spoiling anything. People didn't embrace the American football coach across the pond. The exact opposite has happened with the German media and Bill Belichick. They actually showed up with signs that said Mr. Belichick. He was smiling. <laughs> they were asking him about how great he was. So that's the only thing I've got so far involving Germany. The reverse <laughs> Ted Lasso happening with Bill Belichick across the pond. And rumor has it, if they lose this game, he may need to find his own ride home. So good thing he's uh, good thing he's very comfortable over there in the in the land of sauerkraut. Um, and also, if we could just get another 20, 30 rushing yards, uh, Jonathan Taylor and a Colts win, I'd be very appreciative. Um, so that's already going on, but let's go ahead and rewind before we move forward here at Rivers. Of course, uh, the machines are open, most of them actually. Most uh, You might have to go to a, um, a, live, a live betting agent today because um, Baby Goss. Is that what we're calling Zach now, Baby Goss? Thomas Goslowski the fourth. Um, fourth. <laughs> TG4. TG4. <laughs> Zach on scene. Not Zach back in the studio. Zach on scene may or may not have used his his gauze powers to disrupt the function of no less than three of the betting terminals, the kiosks. Store I don't know if it's a gauze. Store brand gauze. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, guys. <laughs> if you order gauze from, gauze from wish.com. <laughs> um, oh, poor guy. I called him that earlier, so it's hilarious you brought that up. Oh, even Zach back in the studio has been calling you like baby guys. All right, I like it. I will say this about our guy Zach Boynton here in the studio. Uh, Zach Harris back in the studio. Zach Boynton here. You can hear Zach Harris back in the studio. That's I told so him this of you. moments ago before we went to the air. I have never met a person on planet Earth who might be able to be my little brother, my younger brother. But his incident he pulled just a half hour ago where I went up to the kiosk and was wagering and doing things and making mistakes. He then, 25 minutes later, did the same exact thing. And I'm like, I'm looking at him thinking, you are me. I don't know if it's a compliment or a disrespect 
or an insult, but I've never met it. Levac, I think, is a neutral party here. Are we off on this could be my younger brother? No, I, I actually, uh, I think I'm putting in my notice because I've reached my God's threshold <laughs> there can't be for two one show. Yeah, there can be only one. It's like Highlander. You two have to, you two have to fight it out to the death. Um, but it would be like in true God's fashion. It would just be like, like, like veiled compliments. You don't even know how to insult people. <laughs> You just say nice things to each other until one of you goes, you know what, you can have it. Um, yeah, so we're here, and it's happening. It's it's a weird day for us. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Just come in, place your wagers, have fun. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, everybody's schedule's weird. Now, some people are being an extended weekend here if you got Friday off. So continue your weekend here at Rivers Casino Resort. Enjoy the great NFL action. Great NFL games, as we mentioned, halftime right now between the Colts and the Patriots. But more action on the way. It's a weird 1 o'clock window. We'll cover all yeah. that today. But a fantastic day yesterday in college football but across the board from fbs to fcs to national stories and local stories and more it was a very good new york college football weekend where do you want to start i'm gonna actually i'm gonna start in michigan well in pennsylvania sure where you tried you tried to derail the the blue and maize the maize and blue you tried you tried real hard didn't you didn't work out didn't work out for you. Michigan gets the job done against Penn State. Uh, Franklin continues to be a terrible, terrible head football coach against top ten teams. Michigan, without Harbaugh there, wins the game. And, and it's just it's a beautiful feeling for me as a Michigan fan, watching all the haters have to, have to accept the fact that Michigan is still there and they ain't going nowhere. Oh, Penn State's going to beat you because you don't have signs. You don't have this. And uh, what's his name there? The defensive coordinator used to be Miami's head coach, but he failed there. Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz. He's over there making sign-stealing gestures. You know what? Steal this sign. I'm giving you two of them under the table because it's not the right way. They're, they're single digits. I'll tell you that, each one of them. Uh, I just, it felt good. It felt good to watch Michigan win that game. And not even throw the ball. Michigan was just like, oh, no, what are we going to do? No, we're just going to ground you into dust One thing, you belong on the ground. One thing I was totally wrong about that you nailed, and you hit this on Friday's show. I said, yeah, I don't know if the players are going to really care or embrace this whole sign-stealing thing. They're just going to go out there and play because this is not like we've seen other scandals in sports. Like, totally wrong. Michigan versus everybody, from the yep. players in the warm-ups to Charles Woodson on the TV side of Fox. It is a rallying of Jim Harbaugh has been done wrong. We are going to rally around this, and that stuff is so powerful in sports. Now, with that being said, uh, Shamar Moore is the oh actor my God. Sh- from... Sharon Moore. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Shamar Moore is the actor from Criminal Minds and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I think he's a former male model. Easy over there, Delia. Don't Google Shamar Moore, young pictures. But... <laughs> she goes, oh, I don't need to Google. I got him. I'm good, guys. Thank right. you. You talk, you talk to your baby brother over there about that kind of crap. You leave me out of this, she said. Coach Moore, I'll call him. Uh, what do we make of his postgame oh my interview? God. Uh, my favorite minute and 12 seconds of television all year because we have all been in that position where you have the microphone in front of someone, you're very excited about what they're about to say, and they say the worst thing they could say for you. And him... To instantly go, you know, hey, you know, Coach, you did this. How do you feel? I want to thank Coach Harbaugh. Bleeping love you, man. Love the bleep out of you, man. Um, and he didn't say bleep, and they didn't bleep him. It all went over. And then they asked, she's like, all right, let's just move on like it didn't happen. And they had tell me about the guys. Talk to these bleeping guys. <laughs> like he dropped, he dropped what three f bombs and, and an s bomb, and it was all real. And and as as you uh, you know, thankfully you admit that you're uh, you're not as smart as me when it comes to these things. Um, 
it was clear that they feel wronged, that they're ticked that Harbaugh's not there. And if I'm if I'm looking for a coach right now, because you saw what Moore went through during this game. Early on, because he's used to just being on the headset and everything when the offense is on the field, he goes to take his headset off after the offense comes off the field. He's, like, going to go talk to him about the drive. And they're like, no, 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 you're no. You coached the whole team today. And he and he changed the way he does things. He changed the the game plan, um, you know, Blake Corum's all bloodied up by the end. It, yeah, Michigan versus everybody. Coach Moore might have put some unnecessary pressure on himself. Clear at the end of the game, he thought, if I lose this game, it's all on me. The pressure's on me to make sure I step up for these guys. It was a little much, but that seems to be the what? theme in 2023 in college football. How is it a little much? Like, this re- is what you do. This is what you're known for. This is your job. Like Ryan Day yelling at Lou Holtz was one thing earlier yeah, this season. Yeah. But that was like that was like, there's a difference between some, you know, 80-year-old Hall of Fame coach calling you out and you getting butt hurt about it to the entire Big 10 targeting you. And you coming out on the right side of it. Uh, I'll say this. If a neutral party knew nothing about the game, if you walked in and just accidentally flipped on Penn State versus Michigan and saw that interview, you would have thought Harbaugh died. Like, it was very death. I saw that. I think that's so... Like, I think that's just... I think it's... That's like... You know what? I feel like criticizing today. That's what I feel like that take is. Because it's... (laughs) How about you? How about you? You were wronged by an employer once, and your co-host at the time allegedly turned the radio station off. That, that was, they, you didn't die, <laughs> but but you were wronged, and words were said and things were done to to have your back. Your former co-host almost cried on the air when he talked about it. That you didn't die, but you were wronged professionally. Harbaugh's been wronged professionally. His coworkers and his underlings and everybody are like, no, no, we're going to rally together. So it's not, it's, it's lazy. That's just people want to hate on Michigan still. Keep hating. Mich- Keep hating. Michigan versus everybody. Michigan versus everybody, baby. I love it. I love it. Free Harbaugh. Let's go. That's. I mean, that was that was so much fun. I was so happy with that. And the best part about it is, I was on my way to um, the benefit that we we spoke about for uh, for Coach Ritter at, at Wolf uh, Wolf Hollow Brewing Company, and. The game is playing while I'm going. People must have thought I was out of my ever-loving mind on the throughway, because I'm like I'm I'm like jumping up and down in my seat. I'm like, I, at one point I almost pulled off the road because I was so excited about the way the game was going. Got there just in time, and and oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was a great game. It was fun. Did you bump into Coach Hal from Scotia Glenville? Who yeah, was a big Ohio State fan. I yeah, don't... he didn't want to talk as much. No, <laughs> he didn't have as much to say after that game. I then also. Um, Another, he works at a different station now, but Scotty Blaine, who's a big uh, Penn State fan, also didn't want to talk football with me. Also, <laughs> it was also didn't. He posted a picture of him in a Steeler jersey. I walked up to him and I'm like, You have the nerve to wear a Steeler jersey around me after what your boy AB did to me. <laughs> He's not my boy. He's not my boy. <laughs> Poor Scotty. I was, I was firing. I've been firing all cylinders <laughs> because of Michigan, man. I'll tell you. Michigan versus the world. It's awesome. It's awesome. You're just mad because, like, Syracuse is rallying to try and get six wins. And Michigan is is fighting the world to get back to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got nothing to say now, do you? Let me read this. Let me read these spots. You and your, your little brother's mad at me because what my Raiders did to his Giants. You're mad at me because of what I don't know. Just because. Let me read these box scores off to you. We're going to do Team A and Team B. And if you can guess the team, even a double bonus here. Okay. All right. So Zach Harris is going to play back in studio first. Zach, we're going to let LeVac go first. I'm going to read these two teams. LeVac guesses first. Team A yesterday, 
had 21 first downs, 402 total yards, and 179 rushing yards. Team B had 21 first downs, 399 total yards, and 382 of those rushing yards, 17 passing yards. All right, Levac, again, t- A to B. I'm going to let you guess first, <laughs> it, and then Zach to is this Is this one that, um, that you wanted me to drink a beer for every point scored in this game? Is that, is that what this <laughs> For one which is? one, A or B? Oh, you want me to tell which, which, yes. which one's which? Yes. Uh, a is Iowa, B is Rutgers. Uh, a is Iowa, B is Rutgers is Levac's guess. Zach Harris, do you want to take a swing at this, what A and B was? I'm going to go A is Iowa, B is Auburn. Ooh. You guys are both right on A. A is Iowa, B was Syracuse. Oh. The Orange, who decided to have a tight end play quarterback the tight end yes 89 was taking snaps at quarterback yesterday former michigan transfer by the way this is a nice segue here where a tight end wearing number 89 led the team in rushing with 17 carries and 154 yards a walk-on defensive end wearing number 96 from salve high school shout out to bubba wright is playing fullback for Syracuse I'm yesterday. so excited that there's still people named Bubba in the world. <laughs> too. It just makes me happy. Syracuse had a total of four catches for 17 yards, but defeated Pittsburgh 28-13 to in that game. And, of course, that is one of the most exciting games I've watched in Syracuse in a long time with all those odd storylines, but they get the win. As for that Iowa-Rutgers game, 22 nothing, And, yes, Kirk Ferentz took a knee at the four-yard line for those people who wanted the over, which he could have hit in Again, Greg Shionda decides, eh, timeouts, I don't need them. If he called one timeout, yeah. he probably could have hit the over in that game, but Shiano doesn't use it. Uh, Syracuse with an awesome win in that game. Who was the quarterback who, as part of a trick play for Cuse, was flexed out to the wide receiver spot, and instead of like running a fake route, just did a standing backflip? Believe it or not, that was Garrett Schrader, their quarterback. A former yeah. converted wide receiver at Mississippi State. I love this. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't use this because this happens to you. I'm sure it happens to Zach back in studio as well where we'll have a source tell us a story, and it's so bizarre but so specific we don't even want to go to air with it. I had a source tell me yesterday that Syracuse was not going to throw the ball with Schrader because he injured his shoulder. He didn't play in the most recent game against Boston College, but he was still going to play. And then I thought, hmm, the source who said they heard that heard it at a barber shop, but they're bald. I'm like, why are you at a barber shop? You're bald. What? I don't believe that source. It just doesn't make any sense. Sure enough, that source was right. Syracuse gets the win, and now is just one win away from being bowl eligible. And I trashed Dino Babers, and Vacus now two for two to lead off this show today. Told me, guys, when they win a game, you're not going to hate on Babers again. And here I sit on a Sunday thinking, you know, they probably were going to be this record anyways, right? They probably were going to be. Five and five in mid-November. I do. I do love the uh, the Sunday morning waffle from from, uh, from Old Gazi Bear. <laughs> syrup so, on that. There we so go. So you need you need one more win to be bulged. We are at Georgia Tech, and you host Wake Forest to end the season. Yeah, they can be bowl eligible. They're probably going to finish six and six or seven and five. If you well, think- who do you beat? You beat them both. Uh, I don't feel confident in either game right now. I think <laughs> I think Wake would be more likely to lose at than home? the other matchup. Yeah. All right. And then, and then and then we have to deal with you going to like the Gasparillo Bowl the, yeah. in Tampa two days or the Fenway Park Bowl or something like that. Because if Syracuse would look, if you went back preseason and said Syracuse is going to lose to Florida State, Clemson, and North Carolina, you'd say, yeah, those are definitely losses. But you're going to flop Boston College and Pitt. That's weird, but 
Okay, maybe. Oh, you're also going to lose on a Thursday night in Blacksburg on a short week with Enter Sandman. Okay, you're probably going to be five and five. There's where they sit, five and five right now. Yep. And Dino Babers, you you want him fired? So, um, I I don't feel strong about that today as I did <laughs> last week. I'll tell you that answer again in two weeks if they don't make a bowl game. All right, let's get local. Let's talk. Uh, I mean, unless you want to talk about Georgia and Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State. You know, you did okay against Michigan State. I'm proud of you. Good job. Michigan State sucks. They don't even know their coaches. They, they haven't even met them yet. Michigan State stinks. Marvin Harrison Jr. I saw the reports out there. I believe it's Sports Illustrated and Sporting News. They might have switched theirs within the last 48 hours. There's some rumblings that some people want Marvin Harrison Jr. to go number one overall because more people feel confident in him rather than the quarterbacks who could go number one and Caleb Williams' sock falling and Drake May last night. I know Zach back in studio was talking about that Carolina game, how much fun that was last night, Carolina and Duke. Uh, yeah, last night there were some really good performances. I thought Marvin Harrison Jr. was good. You mentioned Michigan State not being very good. A shootout involving Colorado, maybe Shador Sanders is going to go in the first round. Zach Harris back in studio. You mentioned a game that was on uh, the four-letter network, one of the best performances of the season by a quarterback. Who did you note played in the SEC last night? So Jaden Daniels has to be getting some Heisman love. I know over the last 20 years only three players have ever won the Heisman with three losses or more, and very very well could be looking at a fourth right now. He had over 600 yards of combined offense last night. <laughs> 230 rushing yards, 300-plus yards. He And that's not against like some bum team. Did that against Florida. The Florida yeah. Gators. Not Vanderbilt. Not Dumb Mississippi defense. State. Right? But, but still, like 600 yards. An awesome performance last night by him. Yeah. Um, I really thought Florida State was going to walk away with that one, too. So that just doubles down on it because it wasn't even expected uh all right let's go let's go local here let's look at this is uh reef reese pop and barger and the great danes go out there get it done yet again they are now eight and three on the season six and one in conference 38 to 20 great danes take down stony brook bring back the apple the apple trophy uh is going to stay put right here in albany and uh just i mean a game that you could have slept on. Stony Brook was treating it like it was their Super Bowl. You did what you had to do. You got the job done. 136 yards on the ground from uh, Griffin Waddell. Uh, you've got you know various receivers with with good numbers. It was it was fun to watch and you know single digit dudes out there doing their job as well. So uh, good good job, or should I say, great job. Coach G, staff, and players from one Coach Wanstad. Whoa, Dave Wanstad, former yeah. pit legend, former NFL head coach. Yeah, right. well, so Wani, as he's called by his friends, um, which I know because Gattuso is one of his friends because he was on his staff at Pitt. <laughs> um, how about Coach Wanstad taking the time to tweet out, you know, the retweet to give us that golden apple, baby, UA, you know, with the win. Great job, Coach G, staff, and players. Very cool to see Coach Wanstad out there showing some love to the uh, Albany Great Danes. Very cool stuff there, getting that national buzz from Coach Wanstad and all those connections. You mentioned that it felt like the Super Bowl for Stony Brook. They had nothing else to play for. Right. Stony Brook is traditionally not this bad, but this is something you could say, going back on this season, we beat a rival, we beat him at home. Didn't happen. Now the Great Danes have just one regular season game left. That's senior day. All the good things that can happen is they host Monmouth coming up Six days from now with a 1 o'clock kickoff, I would be very shocked. I don't want to speak for you, but I would be very shocked 
if U Albany football is not in the FCS playoffs. I don't know what else would have yeah, to happen. They have to be. They have to be. With how good the CAA has been and a playoff team less than six years ago and how good the teams play. They have to be in the playoffs. They should beat Monmouth. And I think they, the Great Danes, understand how important this game is again. But this has to be a team. And not just in the playoffs. Why can't they host a playoff game like they did the last time they were in? I believe they beat Central Connecticut State in that game. You and I were at that game covering that game. This should be a home playoff type team for the Great Danes. They got one step ahead of them, and they get to compete against the best in the country. I mean, if you if you really think about it, they have three losses, but I would really only count one. Me and too. That was, and that was a really hard fought game at New Hampshire. Um, you, you you had Marshall on the ropes. You had Hawaii on the ropes. But those are FBS teams that you lost to. So uh, one loss that I would actually count against them as far as an at large bid or anything like that. So uh, yeah, I. I think we're headed to the playoffs, especially if they can. They finish business. You got one more regular season game. It's uh, it's actually the senior game, so one o'clock on the 18th. Monmouth comes in. If they if they you know finish out, finish the run, beat up on Monmouth, run the rock, play great defense. How you keep them out of the playoffs would be would be a shock to a lot of people. What an awesome weekend in New York college sports because U Albany is pacing to be a playoff team. Syracuse is just one win away from being bowl eligible and getting back there. So we're talking FBS, we're talking FCS, uh, Veterans Day, Army put up a good effort. Shout out to Army, a little downstate from us, trying to do their best. I know they got the Army-Navy game coming up. So Army, I say good effort, they won. They beat Holy yeah. Cross in that game. And then we go to the D3 level. The shoes game was yesterday in Schenectady. It's Union coming out on top 13-17. to So Ithaca has already clinched the bid in the Liberty League. This is where today can get real interesting if you're a New York college football fan because now we go to the at-large bids. This is a true Selection Sunday situation for the Garnet Chargers. If you follow this stuff, shout out to our guy Andrew Santillo, the voice of the Garnet Chargers, they're going to be competing for an at-large bid. So it could be between UW-Whitewater, who's won national championships. Losers. St. John's, whoever, who, who is a traditional power in D3, who has awards named after them in the Never heard of basketball school. Uh, Wheaton, who's been to the Final Four a bunch. Will Wheaton from Star Trek Next Generation. So they're only going to take four. Union could be in that mix. Does it help that they have a little uh, a little star support? I, Mike Vick? How yeah. about that? Mike Vick <laughs> yesterday giving love to Union football on social media. I don't know how that happened. I don't know what made that happen. I gave him a retweet. So Mike Vick giving some national love. So if Union gets in, it's talked about that Union will play Cortland in the opening round. I believe Cortland's the winner yesterday over Ithaca in the Cortica jug. So if you're a Union football fan, we're here in Schenectady. It is a true selection Sunday, so watch that later today to find out if the Garnet Chargers get an at-large bid, which if they do... What a huge compliment to New York football that across the country people are looking at the Empire State and saying there's some good football coming out there. They deserve to play for a national championship, which they could if they get that at-large bid today. Love it, love it, love it. All right, uh, obviously you can't wager on New York schools here, but just about everything else is up for grabs uh, here. It looks, I think they were able to sort out whatever uh, baby guys and you did to the good. did to the machine. So we're full, I think we're at full capacity, getting ready to rock and roll here at Rivers. We're in Van Slicks. We're hanging out. We'd love if you came by and said hello. Coming up next, give you the Fantasy Nuggies right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. 
Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four at four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Upstate. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. Nobody rocks the holidays like Mayfair Jewelers. Our rock stars hit the stage with lab-grown diamonds with maximum brilliance. Indistinguishable from earth-grown diamonds. We are at half the price of most local jewelers and major online sellers. We cut out the middleman and import these diamonds directly from the growers overseas. Right now, when you spend $500 at Mayfair Jewelers, get a pair of tickets to TSO November 29th while supplies last. Mayfair Jewelers, Latham and Glenville. Lab-grown diamonds. Expert advice. Rock star pricing. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Chris Williamson. Oh, it's your girl, Tarika Foster-Brasby. What's up, y'all? It's Dee Dee Richards. And we're the co-hosts of the brand new weekly basketball podcast, Three on Three. Honest and insightful conversation from three of the best in the biz. So lace up your sneaks. Please stretch before you pull a hammy and check ball, because we're ready to play, baby. Okay, period. Listen to the Three on Three podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing, gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking. Skechers new Massage Fit Sneakers. Because Skechers, the comfort technology company, has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step. The secret is Skechers new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. You can watch this NFL season like a fan, or you can prep like a scout if you listen to the award-winning Move the Sticks podcast. The show is hosted by me, Daniel Jeremiah, and my partner, Bucky Brooks. The two of us are bringing the knowledge from a career as NFL talent scouts to the podcast world so fans can watch and understand the nuances of the game like never before. Subscribe now and listen to the Move the Sticks podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Broadcasting live from the GT Toy Studio, Toys, Motorsports, and Marine, Toys with a Z. You're listening to Fox Sports 95.9 and 9.8. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Happy Sunday, everybody. We've uh, got action underway right now. Um, it's still across the pond, even though it's Germany, right? Yes. But is that only England? Or? No, the pond is the Atlantic Ocean. That's the... All right. That's well, the pun there because the pond's small and ocean. Yeah, <laughs> seven three, 
the uh, Colts still leaving, leading the Pats. It's a very um, action-filled game. And by action, I mean it looks pretty boring. Um, the, the roof is sick. Did you get to see the yes, video? Yes, I did. The scoreboard on top. Yeah. So what happens for the for the retractable roof at this stadium in Frankfurt? It's a canvas, like a heavy canvas or so, of some variety. So what happens is the the scoreboard, the jumbotron in the middle, slides downward. All the canvas bunches up on cables goes inside the scoreboard when the scoreboard goes back up, which is just sick. Like I don't know who came up with that design. But that is a, that's an amazing way to retract the roof and then hide it, too. Really cool stuff. Hopefully American Innovation for Stadiums steals that from our friends across the pond. Uh, all right. Uh, fantasy Nuggies. Before you guys start, I have one. Oh, okay. Uh, Schefter tweeted this out last night. Three teams will be starting their a different quarterback for the third straight week today. So the Vikings had Kirk Cousins in Week 8, Jaron Hall Week 9, Josh Dobbs Week 10. The Cardinals, Josh Dobbs, Week 8, Clayton Toon, Week 9, Kyler Murray, Week 10. And now the Giants will have Tyrod Taylor, Week 8, Daniel Jones, 9, Tommy DeVito, a.k.a. Mama's Boy, uh, Week 10. All going on. Can you? What, what happens if a dude who lives with his mother plays a guy who's known for hunting mothers? Can, can we replay the Snoopy Bowl now and have Zach Wilson versus Tommy DeVito? Winner spends the night at the DeVito household. Hang on a second. We, we'll get to Fantasy Nuggets in a second. Let's talk about the Tommy DeVito thing. Because what time did you text me that? Nine o'clock yesterday on a Saturday? Uh, yeah. Very early the DeVito stuff started. Yeah. <laughs> I, hang on. So Tommy DeVito is a fifth year player in college because of COVID and transfer. He finished his career at Illinois, originally at Syracuse. So let's say he's what, 24? 23? I went to college for four years. I lived on my own. When I moved. Back from Geneva to Syracuse? I lived with my parents. 25. Okay. (laughs) I believe I started living on my own at 25. And that was it. That's when I moved out with my parents. Did you? Were you making seven hundred fifty thousand dollars when you were twenty-five? I was not. I was working in radio, so that number <laughs> is much lower. I feel like twenty-five is a pretty. I don't know. There's a lot of twenty-five-year-olds who live with their parents in two thousand twenty-three. The world is still. He's getting trashed for this. I don't. If you're listening right now, at Tom Goss, T O M G O Z Z, at the Jeff Levac on X. Uh, Levac, I guess I'll. Uh, See, I've moved in with my parents. It's a very quiet neighborhood. Jeez, man, I just walked myself into that. Okay. Dead quiet, some would say. Yeah, Levac, uh, Levac was living on his own in his mid-20s. And now I feel awful, and I'm going to just walk around. <laughs> okay. Gosh, that's... You know, only since 03. Zach you know? actually started packing the stuff up. He's like, you know what, guys, he just... Levac's parents had passed on before he was in his mid-20s, and now I feel so awful about the point I was trying to make about people in their mid-20s. I was going to literally turn to Levac and say, when did you move out from your parents? And- <laughs> Which time? <laughs> okay, let's just talk about literally anything else on earth. Let's or under the earth. <laughs> okay, all right. You know what? I felt like that was going to go somewhere really nice, and now I like in the pit of my stomach. I, feel I mean, they can see Aframs from where they are. Oh I my think. God, it's really. nice. It's nice. The well, point yeah, was, like I think most people in their mid twenties now live with their parents. No, Do you wanna, no. Not who makes seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. If you make if you make over like forty five k, you got to move the bleep out. I mean, it feels like a good financial decision. Did you see the AJ? He, did you see what he said though? Oh, you see what he said though? He's like, she does my laundry. I don't have to. She makes my bed. There's always chicken cutlets available. Like the quarterback of the Giants today was like the first like the first guy who didn't make the cut to be on Jersey Shore. 
Like it was, they were like, ah, oh, we're between Tommy DeVito and um, uh, Vinny, Vinny, <laughs> Vinny Guardinino. There, oh well, I, you know, Vinny. I like Vinny a little bit better, and he might move out of his mom's house one day. So, oh, Tom, Tommy DeVito said he'll be on the he'll be on the cast if he can bring his mom to the house with him. <laughs> hey, Vinny's mom was on the show a lot. Yes, she was. <laughs> she was right. All right. Well, uh, fantasy. I would, dude, if they yeah, don't oh, mic up Micah Parsons today. They are missing the boat. There's no way in God's green earth Micah Parsons is not just dropping mom bombs the entire time <laughs> to DeVito. Just like, I'm about to hit you as hard as I want to hit your mama. Like, it's going to be, oh. Uh, yes, the Giants are in trouble, <laughs> and me and my soul is in trouble after that horrible setup to a j- Never mind. Uh, fantasy do you nuggets. think souls are real? Yes, I you hope do. so. What do you think my parents <laughs> I want to I want to puke after that. I can't believe I just didn't know that. And I thought I was going to <laughs> It's like I was like walking oh you into gosh. it. And you were walking. You just you didn't see it coming. Felt like that Will Smith thing, you know, like that meme now of the final episode where he's just looking around for support and nobody's in the house anymore. Uh, Zach, dead. Zach Taylor is the coach for the Bengals. He has firmly said uh, if Jamar Chase can play, he can play. Great. What a, thanks, Coach. So good, good talk. See you out there. Let's just remind people here about Jamar Chase. Officially active just one minute ago. So there you go. Well, and the, the thing is, so he's, if you have been a fantasy league, if you were thinking about using for props, things like I would feel safe doing it because you've got the Ravens next week for the Bengals, which means they're not going to risk hurting Jamar Chase to the point where he wouldn't be out there if they thought he was at risk. In any way, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't play him this week. One storyline to remember in that game too that he's likely going to be matched up with Derek Stingley Jr. A little Albany yeah. Firebird connection. His pops a yep. champion for the Albany Pi- Firebirds, Derek Stingley Senior. So and both he's teammates. also coming back from an injury. So it's a uh, it, that's that's a really interesting game. When we do when we do picks and breakdowns, we'll get a little deeper into that. But that that game itself, um, you could you could make a lot of different cases for which way you see it going and how about this we add to that storyline in that texans Bengals game three of the top five added players so far today are in that game noah brown who had a career game at wide receiver he's the most added player in fantasy football with four teams on a bye this week brown Twenty-six thousand managers have added Brown, including me. I have him starting in two leagues this week, so I need me a as game. Well. Yeah, Devin Singletary, the former Buffalo Bill, he's back in there being added, especially people looking for running back depth. He's one of the most added players today. He ranks third. The Buccaneer defense, odd that Tampa's getting a lot of love. Maybe the Will Levis excitement's rubbing off as the Buccaneer defense has been added by twenty thousand fantasy football owners. Also, uh, Boyd, the wide receiver for the Bengals, has been added by 19,000. That might be more of a backup if Chase doesn't go. Tyler T. Boyd. Higgins isn't playing. Yes. So so uh, you, you think maybe a little more action for that, a little more action because you're not going to – Chase might not play the whole game. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense as, as well. The Tampa Bay defense one is one that sticks out to me because I look at that game – and on the face, like you, you think of, like, when I say on the face, a lot of times I mean like this is what I would sell the public if I was doing the the campaign. I'm selling the Will Levis. I'm selling how good he's looked and how how much the Titans are about to make their their comeback. And then underneath that, I'm looking at Tampa Bay, going, man, they really, really, really feel like they got hosed last week. Like they felt like they should have won. Won. A lot of times when a team gets robbed like that, and I don't, it's not really like a robbery, but like you tell me a scenario where you see a rookie quarterback scoring a touchdown in under under a minute, you know, and, and I'll show you one game. <laughs> you know, so 
I think that you're going to see Tampa Bay come out there and play really, really ferocious football today. It might be a bad day for Mr. Levis. I'm very excited about the Buccaneer matchup. It is hard to bounce back from a loss like you mentioned, like they had against Houston last week where you felt like that game was wrapped up. I like Tampa. Uh, A little spoiler alert, our guy Cantera likes Tampa as well. See if they're going to be in somebody else's C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge today. One other thing I'd like to note about this, I don't know how much of an impact fantasy-wise this can have unless you're in deeper leagues, but K.J. Osborne, who's been the wide receiver stepping up in absence of Justin Jefferson the past few games, you saw that hit on Osborne last week. Nasty hit. According to reports, K.J. Osborne cleared concussion protocol, but they are keeping him out of the game on a coach's decision based on player safety. We saw your Raiders in particular with Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen players suffer concussions and not pass concussion protocol. We saw quarterbacks who just got held out. Interesting that coaches are basically stepping in in front of the players and saying, you got a long career ahead of you. You're okay missing one week, man. That's something that's completely changed here in 2023 about how coaching staffs look at head injuries and say, no, like, you're good. Right. We'll use you in the future. We don't want to risk your life or your career involving big hits like that. Well, and also there's, there's the third-party spotters now. Like, these, these guys who are just sitting up there watching for this stuff. That's their whole job. Like, it's... it's um. It's different, and, I, and I'm 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 excited about it for a couple reasons. The first reason being altruistic, like healthier people, better longevity, better life. The second one is extremely selfish. Does that mean that we can start enjoying big hits again? Because they're like they're taking the time to make sure the guys are okay. Like, can I can I celebrate a big hit now? Is that allowed? Yes. Or, or, okay. I think so. All right. I, I think you can celebrate the big hit, but you have to pause. Make sure no, the other guy gets so. up. I think make, you celebrate sure quick. Up. Celebrate quick, and then if he doesn't get it, be, oh, man, I feel bad. Meanwhile, I just uh, happened to look over, and uh, one of the Patriots members being stretched on the field. So, <laughs> one other Bad timing, bad timing. One other thing to note, I know so, in deeper leagues here, we're talking about injuries, especially with bye weeks and much more. If you were smart and kept James Conner on an IR spot, or you kept James Conner somewhere on your bench, reports are now coming that Conner will be activated for the Cardinals today. He was having a fantastic year, one of the most underrated running backs. Every year he Has produces, been, yeah. and Conner is activated. He is expected to play as the Cardinals take on the Falcons today. I have a little interest in that game. That's another tease for later on in the show. <laughs> That's going to be it, it. So the rest of this season, if you're a Cardinals fan or honestly, let's be real, if you're if you're a team that needs a quarterback in this year's draft, you you should be very interested in how Arizona handles the rest of their season. Because if Arizona goes out there and the Kyler Murray, James Conner, they look good, they look like they could fit into whatever uh, Gannon is doing with that offense, well, that could be one less team ahead of you that actually needs a quarterback. Maybe they're more in the Marvin Harrison Jr. sweepstakes instead of taking a quarterback that you need. So very, very interesting stuff for everybody there. It's good to see Connor back. I like, I've always liked him, always, always thought his, uh, his story was phenomenal. And, um, and again, he is, you're right, he is a, a true, true just, uh, just underappreciated back in the NFL. We are live here. Uh, inside Van Slicks in Rivers Casino and Resort. And, of course, uh, drink specials are ready to go. Everything you could possibly need to enjoy yourself and watch a great game. Food all over the place, uh, from Johnny's to Duke's to everything. So get in here, hang out with us, have a blast. As I said, I think all the damage done by the Gaz Twins has been um, <laughs> has been rectified, so we should be okay. Uh, we, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the New York team teams in action the next two days uh, coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.
Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. You're a winner. You are a winner. You're our winner. For more information about contests on this station, go to foxsports980.com slash rules. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Exergen thermometers are the smart choice when selecting a thermometer. With children back at school, keeping them healthy is important. Got a fever? Stay home. To detect fever accurately at home, you need a fast, non-invasive, and clinically accurate thermometer. The Exergen thermometer is backed by over 100 clinical studies. Accuracy matters. Be smart and safe. Measure accurately with Exergen thermometers. Available at Walmart and other participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's exergen.com. My passion about ancestry comes from the fact that I was an only child who didn't have family. I see all my friends doing family outings and family this, and I would spend weekends just lost in ancestry. My first one that I found was Liz. I was also an only child, and there were no big holiday gatherings where I got to know cousins or aunts. It's because of ancestry we've kind of become bi-coastal besties. The holidays are meant to be shared with family. Start today during our holiday sale at Ancestry.com. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Bull Riding, the perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's PBR Albany at MVP Arena, December 29th and 30th. Tickets at Ticketmaster, PBR.com, and the box office. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin. Upstate. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. 
for the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns. The knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. Broadcasting live from the GT Toy Studios, Toys, Motorsports, and Marine. You're listening to Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Oh, yeah. We got a score update from across the, uh, across the pond. It's uh, this this exciting, exciting. And this is, I'm sorry, you said earlier that, like, the the, the KC Miami game, those kind of games, that, that's, that was better for Germany. No, no, this is what you get for not being in the United States of America, okay? <laughs> you don't get the good. We shouldn't be giving up the good games. That's why Jacksonville is like the official team of London because Jacksonville stunk for so long. So now this is what you get for having Oktoberfest and everything else. You get a 7-6 Colts Pats with under 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter barn burner. That's what you get. This is going to sound like I'm dissing New York sports fans, but I'm not. But I'm going to turn to Levesque. Levesque, Thanksgiving's less than two weeks away. Oh. Aren't you thankful that your Raiders have an idea of what the quarterback position at least could look like? Like, you've got some hope there, I would say, right? You're a big AFC fan. I do, fan? Okay. I do, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people think I'm, I'm crazy. Zach Harris back in studio. You are an Eagles fan. Aren't games like this making you thankful that you have Jalen Hurts as your franchise's quarterback? Absolutely, and I'm also thankful that Gardner Minshew didn't play like this when he played for us on Christmas. That's exactly right. Like I like Baker Mayfield. I've rarely complained on the shows, whether it's here on the weekends or Monday through Friday, 3 to 5, about Baker Mayfield's play. I'm thankful. Gosh, if you're a Colt fan or a Patriot fan, I'm sorry. Like, Mac Jones is getting screamed at by Bill O'Brien. That's just there. Gardner Minshew's looked terrible. This quarterback play, it's easy to always put it the quarterback. But my goodness, like, turn it off. I can't believe, like, Good while you gosh, guys are saying terrible. this, Gardner Minshew just made a spectacular play. Uh, All right, he's got one. It's extended the play, on the, on the move, jump, shuffle, throw, completion to Pittman for a first down. They're, they're, uh, they're inside the 35, moving the ball. I need more yards out of Taylor, please. Um, there we go. It, this it, it's this is the game you export, though. This is what you suffer through to become an NFL fan. All right, the New England. We earned the good games. Let's say you and I are sitting somewhere for an Oktoberfest beer, and we know would it be Van Slicks inside Rivers Casino and Resort? Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. I should have done this backwards, but we're gonna roll with this anyways. Uh, you would think that when you hear New England Patriots, like this is the best of the NFL, the dynasty, the most Super Bowls, tied for the most Super Bowls ever, the greatest quarterback who ever lived in Tom Brady, you would think as an international American football fan that you'd get, a great, you would get a great product out of the Patriots. And watching this game and seeing the highlights and seeing the reaction or lack thereof from our wonderful football fans here in River Casino Resort, this is a ton of it's on Belichick. Because if Belichick's just a head coach and doesn't have the players, okay, you know what? It happens. In sp- he's making these calls. He's putting these. He's putting Demario Douglas on the field. He's putting a backup Zeke Elliott on the field. Like, this team stinks, and a lot of it has to fall on Belichick. He got very spoiled with Brady, and here's another example of Macaroni Jones is going to make plays. We can put anybody in there, and they can win. Not true. Not true. Um, after seeing the walk of shame video for Bill Belichick, 
Who will do better on the Jersey Shore this summer, him or Tommy DeVito? Him. Yeah, he, he probably would. would. He's he got would. the name. DeVito would Mama fit too would. many. You know, he'd just blend His in. His mom would keep calling. Yep. Yeah, it would be a problem. Um, all right, well, listen, it's it's a bad game. It's a bad game. And nobody's happy to see the Patriots suck to me. And I'm I'm actually hoping that the Patriots lose because I want to see what really transpires with with Belichick. I don't think they'll fire him during the season unless something crazy happens. But at the same time, we're hearing so many rumors, and you can kind of see some, some collaborating information that, there's a chance if the Pats lose this game right now, seven six with under nine minutes left, um, the Colts threatening. There's a there's a there's a chance he has to find his own way home from Frankfurt. There is, in my mind, little to no chance Bill Belichick gets fired ever. Like no, well they just, they mutually part ways, which is still fired. I can at the end of the season. I can play with the idea of him getting traded with Kraft. Like that's been floated around uh, about the Commanders. Who's going to trade for him? The Commanders. No, because you know you can see they want him out. That'd be like you know you see a relationship that's on the rocks about to break up. And you're just like you sit and bide your time, man. You just bide your time. She'll be out there. Wouldn't we say it's far more likely Mac Jones isn't on the Patriots in the Patriots locker room? I think both are out. No, I think this is the end. This is the end of the Patriots with Belichick and Mac Jones. That I agree with. I think both are done after this season. The question becomes. Do they have a way to get Vrabel away from Tennessee? Allegedly, he's the one they really want. Do they have? Do do they elevate Bill O'Brien? Does Josh McDaniel step in now? Like, who who ends up being the guy who takes over next is kind of the question. And then after that, where does Belichick go? Does he want? Does he want Washington? Does he want? Uh, you know, L.A. Can you imagine how well? I mean, he never have to wear a shirt in L.A. <laughs> That'd be great for him. I would be very surprised if he gets fired. I would be no, no, mutually part mutual ways. Mutual part ways, which is being fired. I would be surprised. We'll put it like that, especially before the season ends. But Mac Jones is very, very bad. They might be able to sell the Patriots on getting like a top three pick, and then maybe getting uh, Sanders or May or Williams, and then all of a sudden, if one of those rookies struggles in twenty twenty four, then it really gets turned up where it's like you had two chances to get this right with first round quarterbacks that you got to pick. What happened? So I give it one more year, and we'll find out if they do decide to go in the draft and get a quarterback. I would be stunned if they don't. But, as we mentioned a little earlier in the show, Cardinals, Bears, Giants, what happens now in New England? Because those teams I just mentioned all are likely eyeing quarterbacks too. Yeah, and I don't know. I have a feeling we're going to see a very different Patriots this time next year. Uh, but, again, just the potential drama. Of him not being on the plane <laughs> on the ride home, him suffering the same fate as Lane Kiffin would be would be uh, really kind of hysterical for me. Of the three New York football teams playing, you know, today and tomorrow, like who do you like the most? And before you say Buffalo, remember Denver's been looking a little bit better, and they've had a bye week to prepare for this game. I want to say by like the most you mean to cover or to straight out win today win who's gonna win well i remember buffalo is tomorrow yes uh 10-6 now by the way so buffalo doesn't count in your question no you can okay i just think i think if you're gonna if you're gonna dismiss denver quickly you may be making an error because they've been playing better football and they've had a bye week to prepare Oh man, you got <laughs> you got me twisted here. All right, because my answer was going to be Buffalo. The and New I was, York Survivor Pool is what we're doing right now. Okay. My answer would be Buffalo. 
because of just they're flat out better than the Jets. I know I get a Jet fan. You guys beat them earlier in the season. But where they are right now, Buffalo's roster is set up better to win than the Jets and the Giants. What has me twisted is what you just said. Because I know you've called the Chargers frauds. They are. You have not been a fan of the Denver Broncos this season. No, they're they're dookie. But something has changed, and I think think you're giving more credit here to Sean Payton because of that post-bye week of, and the defense. Well, so you you squeak out the win against the Pack. You dominate the Chiefs. You go into the bye week with with two wins under your belt and two weeks of, of Sean Payton telling you how he wants you to beat the Bills. The Bills, on the other hand, have been, I don't want to say lackluster, but I'll say lackluster. They've been a little lackluster. They have not been themselves. They they have lost two of the last three games. That Bengals game just made you go same old Bills. The Buccaneers game, they had it, and they kind of let the Bucks back in it. I, there's, these feel like two teams heading in different directions, and, and it's not, it may not be good for Buffalo. No, preseason. I thought Denver had a chance because of their schedule to be a playoff team. I actually picked Denver to be a playoff team. This was one of these matchups you eyed up on the calendar and thought, you know, if Denver's four and five instead of three and six, excuse me, three and five, if Denver had switched one more win, all of a sudden you start talking about Denver like, okay, four and four against Buffalo. This is a huge matchup for a potential wild card spot for both of those teams and what it would be. I would still take Buffalo, and I think it's more about the matchups of the New York teams today. Because that Jet Raider game, boy. That's got me twisted. My gosh, you want to talk about confusing. Uh, I mean, we could do about 15 minutes on that. Maybe we will. But that game is so hard to read because of how great your Raiders looked, how the Jets struggled against the Chargers. But what throws me off about that game is that number. That number should be far higher, I believe, for your Raiders, especially after a big win. I thought it might sit at four and a half. Maybe. Well, let's talk. You got to talk talent on this okay. part. We'll do the bets next. I mean, that's. But just talent to talent, how are they? You know, I, I don't. And and the Giants, obviously, the Giants of the of the, uh, the New York football team, um, you know, power rankings. When you're when you're when you're seventeen half point dog, and you've got the you got the the cast of Jersey Shore in the huddle. I mean, now, I just want to clarify for some people who are looking forward to Giants Cowboys today. Frank Gifford is not playing. Bullet Bob Hayes oh, is not playing. He's just got to go. Why are you what going happened? after Tom? What do you mean? Why are you going we're happy to have old man he Tom He came here. up quiet. What? He didn't say anything. He didn't say for we're, a change. we're happy he's here. Yeah, but then you I want to clarify start, something. You start, uh, you start age shaming. I didn't age shame. You age, you're age shaming. I wanted you to make are. sure he knew Frank Gifford wasn't playing today and Bullet Bob Hayes. That's all. Those, those individuals are, are passed away. They don't. They no longer draw breath. Okay, just like my parents. You feel better now? I don't feel better. I, I'm <laughs> disgusted with myself, and I'm sorry. And you know what? I'm sorry, to old man Tom. All he does is come and support us, and I love him. Come here, give me a hug. No, just <laughs> because I agree. You are sorry. Um, <laughs> I love that man so much. Yeah, yeah it it, it, it's, it is funny watching you two go back and forth. Um, if Zach is my younger brother, old man Tom is my grandfather. How about that? He doesn't want that. Oh, he doesn't, doesn't want that. No, <laughs> Tom's been through enough. Don't do that okay. to him. All right. Fine. Wait, wait. Is he is he TG one? No, I don't. <laughs> he wants to be my pops. Yeah, TG TG two is your dad. You, yeah. You've never talked about TG one because you're TG three. You're yeah. the third. He died when I. And was now Zach is TG four, or is, is is he four or three five? 
TG 3.5. We can check the blood work. I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, Ancestry.com going here? Oh, my gosh. I don't know, if I was going to power rank these teams right now, the New York teams, obviously Buffalo is still, still top, but Denver is going to give them a challenge, it's, and that, that's going to be interesting. Uh, Jets are two because of that defense. And I, that you brought up the number that makes me nervous. I think Aiden O'Connell's real. I think you're going to see a different a different Raiders offense there, and then obviously the Giants are just complete disarray. Um, of the three, obviously the only one who knows their quarterback is Buffalo, but there's a chance Buffalo could change coaches. Mm. Think about this off season. We go into this off season. Leslie Frazier takes a break. All this other stuff happens. We start. Um, Sean McDermott calls out Stephon Diggs without calling him out, and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of like dissension in the ranks behind the scenes that we're not seeing for Buffalo. If they if they just uh, are are obviously worse this year, you, you something's got to change. What's it going to be? Here's the bad part about the Bills Mafia and the Bills fan base. As much as I do like them and the passion and how great they make the NFL. We knew this around October, like early October. And hell, Bills fans might have known this back in the summer. They were going to go through a stretch here where it was only two Sunday games, these Thursdays and Sundays and Mondays. And what happens on these island games, what happens on these standalone games is that the focus is squarely on you and your fan base. If Buffalo looks bad against Denver, there was some heat in that Bengal game. Like, Bills fan was furious about how Buffalo played against Cincinnati. But if, kind of how you and I are feeling about this, if Denver is very competitive into the fourth quarter in this game or the Bills don't look like the Super Bowl contender they should be, there will be more heat on Sean McDermott than there's ever been in his 10 years as the Bills head coach. Do I think that's enough for him to get fired or for them to move on? I kind of lean towards what I said about Belichick. More has been accomplished in his career than less. But it will be like something the Bills fans have yet to have happen if they even struggle. If they win that game on a game-winning field goal, Buffalo won't feel like they won that game. That's how much they have to look better against Denver in that matchup. And Miami can't win on the road, so that could be uh, that could be interesting. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun a fun run to the end here. Uh, speaking of run to the end, we're getting ever so close to the end of the uh, Frankfurt game. We will keep you updated on that. Hopefully, you're on your way here to Rivers. We're in Van Slicks hanging out. Uh, coming up, we're gonna start breaking down the games. Start with the one o'clock window. It is a weird window of games this week, and and I think one of the more important things to point out is the standalone games are weird as bleep, um, all of them. All four of them. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll discuss all that coming up next, live from Van Slicks inside Rivers Casino and Resort. It is Levac and Gaz on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hello, it's Levac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back, fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. Levac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizin Kizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults. Nothing is everything. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With Skyrizi, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Chris Williamson. Well, it's your girl, Tarika Foster Brasby. What's up, y'all? It's Dee Dee Richards. And we're the co-host of the brand new weekly basketball podcast, Three on Three. Honest and insightful conversation from three of the best in the biz. So lace up your sneaks. Please stretch before you pull a hammy and check ball because we're ready to play, baby. Okay, period. Listen to the Three on Three podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. The Asphalt Doctor reminds you that as we near the end of the paving season, now is the time to address your residential and commercial paving needs. A properly cared for asphalt surface will help to provide a safe and easily maintained sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot through the winter months. This message is brought to you by the Asphalt Doctor, the Capital Region's award-winning pavement specialist, providing pavement installation and maintenance. Online at theasphaltdoctor.com, 518-273-8005. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four at four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. WOFX Troy, WGYFM HD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Goss on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Live in Van Slicks, Rivers Casino and Resort. Corey from Greenwich just showed up, which uh, we all know means Gaz is going to be out picking my wallet in the uh, in his truck. <laughs> I finally want a wager, and I'm texting my wife. What are we getting? She's very she's she's very proud of me. I don't know if she's been proud of me before, but Corey's meat is fantastic. There's no doubt about it. She can't wait to get another taste she's of that. Proud of you for someone else's meat. Um, all right, uh, time to uh, to go ahead and roll through. Today's uh, betting windows as we are live here at Rivers, and of course, uh, we you know we have the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge going. We're keeping an, uh, an eye on that as I, I continue to win, um, and also Frankfurt game is getting close to the end. All right, let's start with uh, let's start with your favorite team there, Old Gazi Bear. The Tennessee Titans travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Uh, if you like your Buccaneers, you're a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home and a total of 39 points. Uh, earlier in the week, I felt really odd about this game because emotionally, how were the Bucs going to feel off that heartbreaking loss to Houston? Were they going to be able to bounce back? What was this roster going to look like? But if you think back in that Tampa game against Houston. By the way, Macaroni Jones threw a pick. That's why everybody was cheering. Oh, my gosh. He's terrible. He's <laughs> awful. How can they have nobody else that can play quarterback for the Patriots? A third... He's very bad. I needed that. I needed that. He's very bad. Uh, White played great out of the backfield. Baker Mayfield's had a very good season so far. Not great, but very good. 
I like Tampa. This one's about the defense for the Buccaneers. We mentioned, if you missed it earlier in the show, if you stream defenses in fantasy, Tampa's been the second most added anything. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Anything has been the Buccaneer defense. They get a rookie in Levis. I like Tampa, but I think it's going to be close. One of the better games in the 1 o'clock window. This is a fourth quarter sweated out finish if you want to wager on the Bucks. I like Tampa. Todd Bowles, defensive head coach. Will Levis, exciting young rookie. He's got what they call arrogant arm. He thinks he can make every throw on the field. He's not necessarily wrong, but I can see Todd Bowles being able to do just enough to confuse the kid, get in his head a little bit, turnovers. The spread leads me to believe that Tampa is the play here, so that I will be rolling with you and your Buccaneers on this game. I will lay the two and a half. Any more than two and a half, I might be a little nervous. But uh, two and a half, I feel pretty good. I feel you can at least win by three, maybe maybe 10 or 12, depending upon turnovers. Uh, moving on to what I think is probably going to be the game of the day. San Francisco 49ers at Jacksonville Jack Walls. The Niners are a three-point favorite. The total is 44 and a half. This game is killing me. <laughs> I look at Jacks, and I would, I would love to take Jacks over the Niners because I would feel like the public would kind of pile on the Niners because of the the stardom. Everybody everybody knows the Niners are supposed to be great, even though they they've you know fallen back down to earth recently. Brock Purdy's played way worse football in the last couple starts between injuries and everything else. Um, and Jacksonville, for whatever reason, people haven't really bought into Jacksonville yet. The line tells me they want me to bet Jacksonville. I gotta take the Niners. Forty Niners gonna win this game. You get a two-and-a-half, lock it up, go crazy. Three, you're probably looking at a push. And uh, I don't necessarily feel like uh, over 44-and-a-half is out of question either. But give me the Niners, I'll lay the three. This, Levesque, I'm totally with you on. If you've been following our show since September, we are already into Week 10. The team, personally, that I've struggled the most with wagering on on our Sunday football shows has been the San Francisco 49ers. Because of injuries, because of what Brock Birdie can actually do and some matchups on defense, it has been a tough team for me to wager on this season. I will fully admit that. What you just said about the Niners is why I'm struggling, too, because they have not played great. Like, San Francisco, just a month ago, was talked about by me, and I believe you heard this conversation. I know you did. I thought San Francisco was pacing me one of the better teams we've seen the last 15 years in the NFL. That's how dominant they looked early on in this season. That does not bode well now in Week 10. Like, that take doesn't exist anymore. I'm taking, I'm taking San Francisco. But Jacksonville could have a lead in this game. This is going to be another test for Brock Purdy. Is he as good as Shanahan and that overall organization believes he is? I can see Jacksonville leading in the first half. This is an in-game play for me. I would take San Francisco if they get the plus money during the game. That's a better wager, I believe, because Jacksonville can get a lead in this game. I'll take the Niners, but that's an in-game play for me. New Orleans Saints are a three-point favorite in Minnesota. The total is 40.5 points. Guys, who you got? Minnesota is a playoff team, question mark. (laughs) Is the stat out there that since Justin Jefferson's been injured, the Vikings are like 4-0? Is that a real stat? That's unbelievable to think about one of the best players in the NFL, regardless of position. Minnesota's been winning without him. Great job by their coaching staff. I'm taking Minnesota in this game as a row, excuse me, a home dog getting points off of one of the most emotional wins in a long time in that franchise. And what Dobbs has been able to do, one of the best stories in the NFL so far this season, Minnesota's better than New Orleans. I'm taking the Vikings at home. Skull, get that chant going and see what they can do. 
This is what you call a hold your nose play for yes, me. It is. This is what this is. Uh, so here's the deal. Minnesota's the feel-good story after last week. With with the way Dobbs played, with O'Connell's coaching job, it, it was phenomenal. I think that people hate New Orleans. I think they look at New Orleans. It's a it's a yucky, unfun kind of way to win. You know, they'll they'll beat you by five turnovers and still only win by a couple points. There's something about this New Orleans team people just don't like. I'm going to hold my nose and fade the public. I'm taking the Saints. I'll lay the three points. I just I think Minnesota. Like you did it one week where Dobbs knew nobody and got the job done. You gonna do it two weeks in a row? I mean, he's only had four more days, five more days to prepare for this game. Like, it's not I, two two times in a row. You're gonna do that? I don't think so. I think Saints win the turnover battle. I think Alvin Kamara makes you a uh, makes the, that that uh, uh, crazy defense that he's got up the amoeba that he's got going on. Uh, Flores has will look a little uh, a little faulty. Give me give me the Saints. Before you release your nose plug, give me one question here. Five and four versus five and four. Yeah. Which one is more surprising how this season has played off? That the Vikings are five and four right now or that the Saints are five and four? Um if you if if I knew what was going on with the Vikings, I would be I would be amazed they were five and four. Because, um, again, there's three three different quarterbacks, three different weeks, starting for them. The Saints I thought would be a six win, seven win team by now. So that's that's pretty that's where I'm shocked. The Saints have just not been that good I'm compared with, to what they should be. I'm with you, too. I thought Minnesota would be better. The fact that the Saints have a – significance not the right term, but the fact that the Saints are in first place in the South because of how bad they played, I think, speaks more to the South as a division this season. I am more surprised that the Saints are 5-4 and four because it feels like in most times I've never, ever been impressed by New Orleans. I've been impressed by Minnesota. I haven't been impressed by the Saints at the, all this season. The impressive thing of New Orleans is – they shoot themselves in the foot and then finish a marathon. Like, it's just, I don't, like, how you can flirt with with disaster as much as they do and not actually bring it home is is the impressive thing. Uh, Green Bay Packers, speaking of disaster, they are headed to Pittsburgh. The Steelers are a three-point favorite, total 38-and-a-half. Steelers defense is the only thing that I can see in this game that makes me even feel good about football in the world. Like if I watch, you talk about bad games being shipped overseas, this one should be an export. I'll take the Steelers, I'll lay the three because they're defense. I'm with you on that, totally agree. The defense for Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin is a coach overall. Every time, somewhere our guy, what, Yankee Tiger, Steve on Twitter, yeah. Scotty on Twitter, all the, our guy Dubs, I know Dubs had a betting weekend, I saw that, sorry Dubs. Uh, Yes, Pittsburgh's the play here. It's not about talent. It's about coaching and how they build an organization. They're going in the right direction as an organization. Green Bay, traditionally 25, 30 years has been good. They're going the wrong way. Give me Pittsburgh as well. All right. Uh, the Houston Te- This game I, I think is going to be amazing, actually. Houston Texans at Cincinnati Bengals. As of right now, Bat Rivers, New York, has the Bengals as a five-and-a-half point favor with a total of 46. I love everything about this game. I love everything about it. I got some stats, LeVac. I brought some stats today. This is what's driving me insane about this. This was my game I loved the most when it opened on Sunday afternoon, Monday, depending on where you're looking. So I got some stats with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, 34-14-1 against the spread in his life in the NFL as a starter. He's hitting 71% against the spread. That's better than any quarterback since he hit the NFL. Now, Joe Burrow, as a touchdown or more favorite with the Bengals, is 2-6. and six. 
However, it opened with the Bengals as an eight-point favorite. I had five and a half is the number you have? Five and a half is where it is right now. You want to talk about a weak play by me. I will confess one of my picks right now. I bet the Texans back up. I bought two points. So it's a five and a half because I loved the Texans so much and I wanted to lock it in at seven and a half or eight. I took Houston there. I don't obviously like it as much because I had all these stats ready to go about Joe Burrow as a touchdown favorite that I bought two points. I will still take Houston. That sounds stupid out loud because I should just take him at five and a half, but I feel far more confident in those stats about Burrow than five and a half because now they don't make any sense. Give me Houston in what should be one of the best games, not just of this window. This might be a top five game of the NFL season. That's how good Houston versus Cincinnati feels like as a matchup. Young versus Young. C.J. Stroud versus Joe Burrow. I love this game. It can be so entertaining. Can't wait to watch Texans Bengals today. I uh, <laughs> again, I'm this when it opened big. Bengals thought Bengals all day long. The money moves. I start thinking about what the Texans have been able to do. I start waffling a little bit. I'm still going to take the Bengals, but I love the over 46. I think I locked it in at 45 earlier in the week, but. 46. I think both these teams can score unless C.J. Stroud is just completely overwhelmed by whatever the Bengals defense throws at him, which I don't think is going to happen. This is going to be a high-scoring game. This is going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be – you might as well just call red zone the, the Texans-Bengals game because it's going to be up there more than anything else, I think. Uh, final game of the 1 o'clock window, another great game. The Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are a six-point favorite, total of 38, two best defenses in the NFL right now. If I can get the Ravens under a touchdown, I'm taking them. Give me the Ravens. This feels like a classic AFC North battle. It feels like it should be. It is. <laughs> you know, it's Spider-Man. The two are pointing at each other. Yeah. Aren't you me? What I, what I was going to say was that Cleveland <laughs> feels like Pittsburgh. Like This is how the Pittsburgh Steelers were built in the past. Good quarterback play, but sometimes they dealt with injuries during the season because Big Ben always would get hurt. A running back in an offensive line that you could put whoever up front, they could still make plays. Wide receivers who would just move the chains. That's Cleveland now. Cleveland became Pittsburgh of the 2010s and the mid-2000s. Baltimore is better. Baltimore is going to find ways to move with Lamar Jackson, who's having a great season. I like Baltimore, too, but I totally agree with your point again here that it should be a fantastic game. Uh, Ugly, nasty, should be great. Baltimore, mm. uh, you know what? I, want, I got a question here for Zach Harris, hopefully back in studio. And I know we haven't talked about the Eagles yet, but, Zach, if Baltimore wins this game, who is the best team in the NFL in your minds? Can Baltimore pass Philadelphia as the best overall team if they take down Cleveland today? I don't know. They had that dud against the Steelers. Now, I know it was a division game, so you can't take much into that, but... You know, if you got to beat the best team, you got to beat the best team. And so far, it's been the Eagles. That's he likes his Philadelphia. You know what? I, I cannot believe this, Slovak. It's Sunday afternoon. And I'm already thinking about Tuesday's power rankings for this game. <laughs> As I'm Let's wearing a how- Raven shirt, I will admit. Oh, no. You're wearing a Raven oh. shirt. How's that come to pass? I got a Lamar Jackson shirt on right now. Oh, interesting. Okay. I will say if Baltimore wins by more than a touchdown, they're the best team in the NFL. But if it's a close game, I'll give the benefit to Zach's Eagles. I'll take Baltimore. Only because I, you know, whoever, I can't make up my mind on that now. I mean, I've given it to the Ravens. I think the Ravens are the team that I least want to face um, if I was running a team. But if the Eagles come back a little more healthy than they went into the bye week, it'll be a hard. That's a that's a way different conversation. I don't if 
if Jason Kelsey comes back without a hangover, have you seen that dude is everywhere? <laughs> yes. That dude is ever. Speaking of the Kelseys, did you see where 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 old uh, Trav showed up? Argentina, and she changed the lyrics of the song. Oh. Uh, Karma is a is a guy from KC running home to me or something like that. And everybody went nuts. And then she runs off the stage and gives him a big old kiss in front of everybody. It's love. It's love. This is you know, you know what you learn from this, my friends. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Shoot your shot. He made a little friendship bracelet for her. Next thing you know, he's finally on the map. People finally know who Travis Kelsey is. That clip of them kissing had six million views in like forty-five minutes. Like man, the power but, of the Swifties. Whoa. I was still. I still. Right up until that second, I still thought it was fake. I really did. I thought, maybe not fake, maybe exaggerated. Maybe they were like, you know what? We actually enjoy hanging out. Who knows about the future? We're not together right now. But when she ran up and just threw the arms around and gave him the real kiss, I was like, you know what? This is real. This oh, is real love, and I'm and I'm here for it. I love love. I do. <laughs> you cannot wager on the Kelsey Swift length of relationship. Will they get married? Although, I wonder if... Rich- in, Britain, in Great Britain, usually, can. Yes. I wonder if Rivers, because, you know, resort should consider that. Uh, we mentioned the Eagles and the Ravens. Don't forget, if you like doing the weekly wagers, that's great. Futures are also available here, too. Like, you just yeah. heard our conversation. If you want to wager on the Eagles taking on the Ravens in the Super Bowl, you can wager on futures, you can wager on fantasy props and more. Rivers Casino Resort right here has all those things. And don't forget about the losing wager that goes on, that you can come in and refund one of your tickets, enter to win some great prizes. Prizes and more. So, ask for more information about that. If you talk to one of the great uh, staff members here at Rivers, they'll tell you more about what we call the losers winners situation going on here at Rivers Casino we? Resort. That's what I've just named it. I'll talk to the marketing team here. All right, coming up, we're gonna give you the uh, the four o'clock window and 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 the rest of the weekend. Uh, that's all next live from Van Slicks inside Rivers Casino and Resort. It is Levac Gaz on Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine and nine eighty. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Exergen thermometers are the smart choice when selecting a thermometer. With children back at school, keeping them healthy is important. Got a fever? Stay home. To detect fever accurately at home, you need a fast, non-invasive, and clinically accurate thermometer. The Exergen thermometer is backed by over 100 clinical studies. Accuracy matters. Be smart and safe. Measure accurately with Exergen thermometers. Available at Walmart and other participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's exergen.com. My passion about ancestry comes from the fact that I was an only child who didn't have family. I see all my friends doing family outings and family this, and I would spend weekends just lost in ancestry. My first one that I found was Liz. I was also an only child, and there were no big holiday gatherings where I got to know cousins or aunts. It's because of ancestry we've kind of become bi-coastal besties. The holidays are meant to be shared with family. Start today during our holiday sale at Ancestry.com. Upstate. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. 
best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Chris Williamson. Oh, it's your girl, Tarika Foster Brasby. What's up, y'all? It's Dee Dee Richards. And we're the co-host of the brand new weekly basketball podcast, Three on Three. Honest and insightful conversation from three of the best in the biz. So lace up your sneaks. Please stretch before you pull a hammy and check ball because we're ready to play, baby. Okay, period. Listen to the Three on Three podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why is iHeartRadio the number one streaming radio app? Free music. Free live radio stations from all over the country. Free podcasts. Free playlists. Free contests. Free artist radio stations. Commercial free stations. It's free. I love iHeartRadio. Join the millions of music, radio, and podcast fans on the number one streaming radio app now. iHeartRadio. 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 Free never sounded so good. These days, high prices are forcing Americans to make hard decisions. Do I buy the toothpaste or the toilet paper? We have a better way. Inflation compensation. $1,000 price busting fries. Be listening for your shot to win a grand. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> it's Bedlam. <laughs> this is my favorite show of the year. It's this is my favorite show of the year. I didn't like the one where I was insulted by uh, your guys' eating habits. I guess now I'm being insulted by eating habits again. Remember, like, the donut was just, all over the like, place? I love that show, but so I felt bad for the computer. It was, it was a muffin. Um, <laughs> so during the commercial break, Delia and TG 3.5, little, little baby guys, were discussing their picks that are coming up a little bit later. And Delia is using stats from 2021 to make a pick, and then, <laughs> and then Zach, Zach is here, baby guys, is like, well, yeah, but last year, and she looked at him and goes, "Don't live in the past." <laughs> and I thought his head was going to explode, and I was dying. And then I look over, and you, you have Corey give you his nuts, and you, it's a jar of. You know, almonds or whatever the hell it is. Not almonds, uh, whatever. Cashews. And you in, you unscrew the top, and instead of pouring your hand so that your dirty gauze gimp finger isn't all over the nuts, you dig into it. Like, you just, if you pour it into your hand, then then no one gets your, your disease. No, like, I'm pretty sure that's why Zach B has turned into you, is he ate. Corey's nuts after you ate it, and he caught gauze. <laughs> like a lot of people should want this. All right, I will pour the nuts into my hand next time. I'm sorry, I yelled out about a fork, I, and then I was mocked about using I a fork think, for nuts. I think what you do, though, I think you know this, and you're like, if I stick my fingers directly into this, Levac's not going to want these, and I'm going to have more of Corey's nuts at my house. No, that's not it. I just right. get too excited. 
I, I you can't just, wait you to get, gotta get a handful of nuts as fast as you can. I can't control myself. Get those nuts in your mouth. Uh, all right, four o'clock window. <laughs> By the way, the uh, the game over in uh, London is is complete, and uh, my friends, we got ourselves a uh, we could we could have a, a fired head coach. Ten six Colts finish this thing. They get it done. They beat the Pats. We wait now to see if the rumors were true. So. Four o'clock window. Falcons are headed to the Cardinals. It's the Battle of the Birds. Falcons are a two-point favorite. Total of forty-three and a half. Uh, earlier today, just to kind of pull the curtain back further, Delia said, "I don't care who the Cardinals are playing. I'm taking that team." And then Zach said, "Oh, you're taking the Falcons today?" And she said, "No, why?" So, <laughs> so again, it's been these two are gonna like. I just want to. I think they should be doing the show, and it would be a way more entertaining show for me. Um, Our bosses are thinking, how long does it take to get these to a show? OFX, unfiltered. I want to mic the vehicle that they drive over in because I pulled up next to them today, and I know that they spent the entire time talking about what I was doing. So We'll be talking after the show, you two. We're setting up a camera. We'll talk talent fees. Got Evil D and Baby Gaz. Mohawk Honda would love that content, uh, by the way. Yeah. The it was, it, they were in a pilot, too. Oh, man. All right, so who, who you got? You got the Falcons minus two, or, I, you, got, or you got the cards? Another home? game I absolutely love. Love this game on Monday. Still love it on Sunday. Here's the situation with this Cardinals-Falcons game. I'm going to give you a term uh, that Dan Arlovsky, I'll give him credit where credit's due, simulated pressure. Simulated pressure. If you're an X and O's guy, this oh. is one of the things you want to talk about, because Way back early in September, I talked about how this Cardinal defense is so weird and odd. And what they do is they just basically dance around. Nobody lines up in a position. And now everybody in the NFL is doing this thing where a defensive tackle is way over here, a linebacker is way over there. Heineke's the quarterback for the Falcons today. The Falcons have had issues with pressure. I know Heineke versus Kyler Murray gets a lot of the talk, and offense versus offense this is way more about defense today. I love that a 1 in 18 is only a two-and-a-half-point dog against an Atlanta team who a lot of people thought would win the South this year. I love Arizona. This might be a stupid play taking a 1-18, and but with Connor back and a quarterback back and defense is what it's more about today, this is my favorite play of the day. I love the Cardinals. Thought about money line. I'll just take the points. Just keep some weird happens in the fourth quarter with missed kicks. Give me the Cardinals plus two-and-a-half is my favorite play of the entire weekend. Uh, I disagree. I like the Falcons of this one. I heard that uh, they're going to start using B. John Robinson more appropriately again, especially uh, goal line type carries, like stuff like that. So um, he's he's been like missing basically. If if he's really going to get integrated back into the offense the way he should be, they're going to win this one. I'll take the Falcons, uh, please. This uh, this next one, Detroit Lions going to the Los Angeles Frauds. I mean Chargers. Uh, the Lions are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 48-and-a-half. I'll say this first, over, 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 over. After that, I believe the Chargers are frauds, but for some reason no one else wants to admit it, or at least no one in a position of setting lines or anything like that. So uh, I will take the Lions in this one. I, I, I thought it would be a bigger spread. Kind of makes me a little nervous with that, but give me the Lions over the frauds. Scott Hansen, the host of NFL Red Zone, this is his dream game. Fourth quarter, something weird's going to happen. It's going to be a one-possession game. The witching game. hour? Oh, he's going to get a witching hour at like 7 or 645. <laughs> and Lions charge to give him all the content he needs. He might go viral at the end of this game. Should be another fantastic just like finish. Just like you and Corey's nuts. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I love your overplay here. I almost played it. I wanted to see a little bit more action because that dropped, I believe, from 48.5 to 48. 
I was hoping that was going to go in the opposite direction of 49 or 49 and a half. If I saw some more action on the over, I would have taken it. Over would be the play in this game for me still. Not as confident as today as I was hoping I was going to be, but I like the lines as well. I like your pick there. Thank you. All right, New York football giants going down to Big D. Dallas Cowboys are 17-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 38-and-a-half guys. Sorry to our guy Dan. I know he was reaching out to us earlier today. <laughs> I was trashing the Giants with Tommy DeVito and all that stuff. I will take the Cowboys and the Survivor. If you sat on it, good for you. A perfect time to use it right now. It's the biggest favorite of the NFL season so far, even in a divisional game. I like the under in this game more than actually the Cowboys with points. Cowboys, again, money line if you want. Again, more for Survivor than wagering. I like the under at 36.5 because how are we getting there? A God's classic quote on blowouts. How in the world are we getting to 36.5 in Cowboys-Giants? 38.5. 38.5, thank you. Yeah. Uh, is it Even higher. <laughs> is it 28-14? to 14? You think the Giants are scoring 14 points against the Cowboy defense? I could see 35 nothing. I could see, uh, look. Like 35 9, maybe. Okay. I will take the under as my play in this game, and Survivor take the Cowboys, but I like the under a lot in this one. Uh, I, I no, no play on the total because I would probably go over thinking that this could be like a 41 3 kind of game or Ooh. something like that. But also, like, at 17 and a half, how, if you're going to take a side, you gotta take you got to take the Giants, and Dak is not immune to a pick six or two, um, I I would not bet this game, at least not straight up. Like I would not. Like maybe it's part of a teaser. Uh, but right now, I would tell you that if I was gonna, if I had to take something seventeen and a half, it's a lot of points in the NFL. It's the um, what's the biggest spread in what I think it's at least at least 10, 15 years, something like that. Whoa, that big! It's like this kind of game, it's, wow. it's insane. So so uh, yeah, seventeen and a half. Not, not, no, 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 thank you. But uh, I would take the points if I had to. Commanders could be the uh, soon-to-be Bill Belichick Washington Commanders uh, at Seattle Seahawks. So it's the Battle of Washington. Seahawks are a six-point favorite, 44.5 is the total. In professional sports, you and I always talk about this, especially with teams, fan bases that are struggling. You either want to be really good and going for the championship and feeling like you're all in, or really bad and giving a fan base hope and feeling like the future can be really good. This is average versus average. If we did, like, who is ranked 14th through 17th in the NFL, this is somewhere between the Commanders and Seahawks. These feel like two very average teams, and in the NFC, average isn't going to get it done. The 12th man, I'll lean towards Seattle in this matchup. That number sitting at 6? 6? I'll take Seattle, make it a play in the 4th. Washington is okay. They're average. Probably Ron Rivera is not their coach next year. Like you mentioned, Belichick teasing into this segment. Uh, I will take Seattle, but this feels like a lot of average on the field in that window. Likely not going to get a lot of spotlight in this game. You want to know something messed up? Sam Howell is the better quarterback in this matchup. Geno Smith is not playing as well as Howell is. No, he's not. Howell is the better quarterback. Uh, Washington, I, I think you know that you're not playing for the future of the franchise where in like seattle i think you do think you're all going to be there next year six is too much this thing is a field goal game at worst possibly commanders winning outright i'll take the commanders plus the six down to sunday night football you wish you flexed it but you didn't and here we are the new york jets at the raiders raiders are getting a point and a half the total is 35 and a half 
I, uh, you and I are serving up waffles this morning. This is one of my waffles. <laughs> I, I think the Raiders are the better team. I think Aiden O'Connell is going to be that guy that by the end of the year people are going, how the hell is the fourth round pick that good? I think that's what we're looking at. I think there's a lot of that going on with the Raiders. They're 3-1 and one at home this year. I think they win this game. But I just hate the, how tough the Jets' defense is. I'll take the Raiders as if there was ever a doubt. I'm taking the Raiders. This is a difficult question to answer, but I want to see if you can take a stab at it here. It feels to me, and I, I don't think this is because you're a Raider fan and you're my coach, I really feel like this vibe over the last 9 to 10 weeks of the NFL, that when we talk about this side of it, wagering, lines, over-unders, feeling out a team of where they stand, not just who wins, who loses. The Raiders, when it comes to a line this season, have been a very difficult team to figure out. Yeah. There's been multiple times this season where you and I have dove into that Raider line and wondered, how much, if at all, do you think that's because the team is now in Vegas? Do you think because of Vegas being built and all that stuff on wagering that that has had any type of influence on how we view this Raider team when it comes to spreads and over-unders? Or maybe that's just coincidental this season. No, I, I think it factors in because there is a certain amount of, well, I'm in Vegas, I might as well make a big bet on this team and everything, which does, does shade the lines. I, I think more just that how how schizophrenic the team has felt this year. The team that beat the Broncos started the game against the Bills and then vanished by the second quarter and lost 38-10. The, the, the team that almost beat the Steelers, or at least was in it late, Never looked right. The team that lost to the Chargers. Aiden O'Connell got sacked seven times, six of which from Khalil Mack. And you were in it. You were in it to the end. I don't understand. And you beat the Packers. You should have. You beat the Patriots. Uh, McDaniels is motivated to beat his former teams. You lose to the pride of, of, of Shepherd University or Shepherd Pie or whatever the <laughs> hell it is. You, you fight and lose to a Lions team. Then you shell everybody who ever had a decision, made a decision on the team. You get rid of them, and you and you dominate the Giants. Like they don't, they just don't really make sense the way they they, they perform. So, uh, if you're trying to make sense of their lines, good luck. Try to make sense of them first. Jet fan, think about this matchup tonight. What do the Vegas Raiders do well? If I broke down the Vegas Raiders, Crosby up front, fantastic player. He can have a day. If Vegas is going to win this game. Max Crosby's got to have a day where he should be. The fact that more national sites aren't giving him enough love for the defensive player of the year is ridiculous. I get it's tough competition this year with Parsons and Wad and Garrett. Like They're awesome this year. It's a great year for defense when you talk about standout players. But Crosby's the best player on the field tonight. However, the Vegas Raiders do run the football well with Josh Jacobs, and he did that well last week, and they got Devontae Adams on the outside. Well, the Jets' defensive line is awesome. And Sauce Gardner versus Devontae Adams on the outside is going to be a great matchup. Is the quarterback Aiden O'Connell going to feel any bit of fear, is the word I'll use here, throwing towards Adams, who he hasn't really targeted that much. He feels a little bit more comfortable with other players. I think Michael Mayer is going to have a fantastic game for the Raiders State with a lot of targets and a lot of catches. So the Jets can slow down the Raiders' two biggest strengths that I see. They're going to have an issue with Crosby on the outside. Here's where the Jets can benefit. And this hurts LeVac, but you know this is true. The Raiders are very undisciplined. They blow coverages. They do stupid stuff. You're like, what do you do? I don't have to tell LeVac that because he's yelled at his Raiders enough over the last few years of doing dumb plays. If you're a Jet fan, Zach Wilson, I promise you, guys are going to get open against the Raiders. Just throw it to the open guy. This is the team that you can have a little bit of 
success against because they're going to blow a coverage and you just hit somebody open who's not supposed to be open. I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking the Jets in this game, not so because that the Jets are going to find some great Zach Wilson game or that Brees Hall is going to go off. This is more about an undisciplined Raider team who might make mistakes and their strengths can be equalized by the Jets' strength. Zach Wilson, for the love of God, do not throw a pick six. Do not turn over. Hit an open receiver. I don't know what else you need to do to win a game. This is your matchup. Give me New York, and this could be a late touchdown, another field goal game. We might see five or six games come down to game-winning field goals and final drives this week. Actually, hearing you undersell what the Raiders can do is making me extremely confident in the Raiders. What do you mean? You didn't even mention Josh Jacobs. I did mention Josh you Jacobs. You didn't mention an all-pro offensive line. I did not mention the offensive line. I said Jacobs played great last week, but the Jets' defensive line, I would say, is the strength of this team. Mm. Raiders going to win. Raiders going to win. Raiders are going to win because they want Antonio Pierce to be their head coach. And this is one of the games that you can make that happen. All right, um, on to Monday night. It's the final game of the week. The Denver Broncos are traveling to the Buffalo Bills. Bills are a seven-point favorite with a total of 47.5, guys. You guys thought I was going to do it, huh? You thought I was going to go a whole Rivers Casino and Resort show without saying pass on a game, huh? Almost <laughs> did it. Almost did it. Pass. Pass on the Monday night game this you week. You can't. All right. If I was for this is my least favorite play of the week. If you were forcing me into a play, I would take Denver. Yep. I would probably try to buy the hook and make it seven and a half and take Denver, which isn't a lot because it's at seven, but you could if you want. You can play the Lions here. Uh, Denver's defense would be the strength of this game. The question is the offense. Is Buffalo's defense just so strong that in very similar fashion that breakdown I had there for the Raiders Jet game, can they do that same thing for Russell Wilson where the Broncos' strength, and I use air quotes because they've struggled to find those, can they make that happen? I would take Denver, but it would be a pass for me. I like Denver in this, actually. I think the seven is a very solid number for them to get. I think this is going to be one of those games that you've seen the Bills play all year where they're going to get out, take a little bit of a lead, take their foot off the gas. Denver's going to be back in it. I I don't think this is a touchdown game by any stretch of the imagination. So Denver plus seven works for me. Maybe even over 47.5. That's a big number for this game, Uh, almost like they're asking you to go with the the under. So I would go over. All right, so that's it for this week. Those are all the – all the plays against the spread, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, Sunday night, Monday night. Coming up next, we give you the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge picks. Um, I will ask for the logic behind some of these picks because I think it will be fun. Uh, but, uh, you know, so far I am winning the money portion of this. So I just, uh, you know, maybe a little challenge out of you guys would be nice. Maybe a little little something, guys, you know, you could try, you know, something. Are you trying to lose? Thank you to C4. Thank yeah. you to our oh. friends. Also, by the way, our coverage has been brought to you by our friends under the orange roof at Hooters. Whatever day of the week it is, make sure to go out and support our friends under the orange roof at Hooters. We appreciate all the great things they do throughout the capital region and more. The staff is always friendly, always great things going on more, whether it's Thursday night or Monday nights. Make sure to support our friends under the orange roof. Hooters, who brings you fantasy versus reality. Shout out to Hooters. Yeah. When you said support, I just started picturing bras. Is that weird? No. It's okay. I'm still doing it. Um, we're live inside Van Slick's Rivers Casino and Resort. Come on by. There's still time to hang out with us. Uh, grab yourself some of these great drink specials here. It is LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.
Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after Top 4 at 4 every Friday right here on LeVac and Gaz. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizinkizumab Rizzi, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults. Nothing is everything. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Chris Williamson. Well, it's your girl, Tarika Foster-Brasby. What's up, y'all? It's Dee Dee Richards. And we're the co-hosts of the brand new weekly basketball podcast, Three on Three. Honest and insightful conversation from three of the best in the biz. So lace up your sneaks. Please stretch before you pull a hammy and check ball because we're ready to play, baby. Okay, period. Listen to the Three on Three podcast on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you're rolling Charmin, don't you stop on the party. This is most of Roll It Back, everybody. Charmin's irresistibly soft and hella nice. A creep is always stuck. It's our party vibe. Charmin Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. The Asphalt Doctor reminds you that as we near the end of the paving season, now is the time to address your residential and commercial paving needs. A properly cared for asphalt surface will help to provide a safe and easily maintained sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot through the winter months. This message is brought to you by the Asphalt Doctor, the Capital Region's award-winning pavement specialist, providing pavement installation and maintenance. Online at theasphaltdoctor.com, 518-273-8005. When you switch to Boost Mobile, you can get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G and a pretty powerful way to get after it. Like me, Tusi, a man who fell in love with music and fell on hard times. From writing songs in my room to sitting on top of the charts. All because I made poetry out of pain. And I always knew I'd be on the stage singing a favorite song. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone on America's largest 5G networks. Boost Mobile. Get after it. New customers only. Taxes extra. One device per line. 5G not available everywhere. Other restrictions apply. Is the high price monster gobbling up your wallet? Give him a thousand dollars sock in the chops. It's inflation compensation. Your chance to win a thousand bucks happening now. Be listening for your shot to win a grand.
Burke Mechanical Systems, a locally owned carrier dealer specializing in gas furnaces, boilers, air source heat pumps, and geothermal. They offer free estimates on replacements, financing, and same-day service. Call Burke Mechanical Systems, 518-465-7524, or check out the website, burkehvac.com. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Live inside Van Slicks at the Rivers Casino and Resort, the place to be. Um... We didn't get to go to the uh, last Cage Wars, man. I'm a little bummed. We got to make sure we go to the next one because that's a that's a blast. That's Zach a blast. was there. Zach was at Cage Wars recently. He said he was fantastic out of action. Oh, that's why people told me Gaz was there. Oh, <laughs> little Gaz, little Gaz. Oh, um, all right, so we're uh, we're live here today. As uh, as you you know. Um, and if you don't know, now you do. The C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge has been going on. Each one of us is representing a charity. And by each one of us, I mean myself, Gaz, Quinn, and Cantera from PIX106. And whoever wins the most money, the all the money will go in a pot and go to that person's charity. So right now, it would be going to bots, bring on the spectrum, because that's who I am representing. Because as, uh, as everybody knows, my brain does not function the way everyone else's does. So I got a lot of love for people who have to find different ways to you know, express themselves and, and use their, their mental powers. Uh, you, St. Baldrick's Day, which I thought was for a free haircut, but it looks like you actually got your haircut. Yes, it is St. Baldrick's. The day is what people celebrate when you shave your heads. It's been a really cool charity for me. I'm proud to represent them. Also, shout out to Quinn and Cantera's charities. Quinn is representing the American Cancer Society, and Cantera is representing Orange Street Cats. So, yeah, there you go. So, um, as of right now, you guys are making donations to to my charity, which I which I appreciate. Uh, all right, so how do you want to do today's pick? Do you want to do the standings first and then the picks? Or what yeah, do you do? quickly to run through the standings. The top four is getting more and more competitive, although LeVac has had a long lead now. LeVac is at 216.05. Remember, 180 is what we started with. If you're at 180 or over, you're in the green, I like to call it, the green. Uh, Quinn not too far off, 176.53. Gaz, 164.34. Cantero, 145.38. So right now we're pacing to be in plus, which is the most exciting part about this for everybody. Where? We're pacing to be plus? If we can mind it all. Yeah, yeah, where? where? Um, All right, well... And then we've uh, we've been able to bring in we brought in some of our help from here um, to make picks as well for some fun. So uh, we're going to start with uh, with with uh, TG three point five baby guys uh, Zach B who's here with us at Vance Lakes. How does it feel to be compared to guys? It has happened since the first week I started this job. That was like six months ago. Uh, Tristan, one of the weather guys, he has only called me Gaz. <laughs> He's a funny was, dude, actually. I was Very running, funny. I was running out the door, so I never corrected him. So to this day, I might still be Gaz. He, I ran into him in the uh, in the men's room at the building one day, and I was just like, I'm leaving. I'm like, hey, man, have a good day. And he like said something. We talked for a second. And then I saw him in the parking lot, and he goes, missed you in the men's room yesterday. <laughs> and I was, I was and waiting I, for I you. I didn't know. He goes, well, I thought that was our thing. I thought that we were going to hang out. And, and I was yeah. like... I was like, I'd rather hang out in the parking lot if it's okay. <laughs> well, uh, uh, take away from your, your bathroom bros. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Bengals minus five and a half. I'm taking Niners minus three. And then, you know, as as mini guys, I'll take Bucks plus uh, uh, with minus two and a half. 
And then also, I'm going to take Raiders and Ravens. All right. It's five pick parlay. <laughs> I, I was doing a three and a two, but we okay. can make it. No, five. no, no, no. Three and two is fine. Three and two is fine. <laughs> you, see how he, like, you see how disappointed he was with the Raiders? Like, I'm doing the Raiders. I'm doing the Raiders. I mean, Wait, you, are, you embarrassed me last week with it. Wait, so. a, wait a second. Are the Bucks and the Raiders in the same parlay again? No, I swapped okay. it on purpose because of you two. All right. <laughs> I, I, was lose, say. I lose every time I say I'm making the LeVac and Goss parlay. Right, that's I right. lose every single time. <laughs> well, that's because the Raiders have sucked out loud this year. So now, now, Hopefully everything will turn around for you. All right, well, good, good picks. And um, what do you, is everything fixed over there that you broke? Is that I don't know. I'll go check. If it's not, it wasn't me. All right, very good. Sounds more like you every day. <laughs> All right, uh, now uh, Evil D Delia is here as well, and uh, your mother listens to the show. Yeah, she what, does. What do we call him, Mom? Mama Medina. Mama Medina. That's her go-to. She Whoa. appreciates that. I. I love that. I'm all in. Yeah, no, she knows what she's doing. I feel like that's like I feel like that's like a threat that I can use on Gaza like during the day, like, yo man, don't say that on the air. I will tell Mama Medina. I will do it. And actually she decided to get involved today. She has her own picks for today. (laughs) So and apparently I get it from my mama because I have so for today I have my three team money line parlay with the Lions, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks. Mama Medina's taking the Lions, the Cowboys, and the Falcons. All right. And then I'm taking the Bengals and the Falcons for the spread. All right, I like it. I like it. And then the so the Falcons is the team that you said you were taking before you knew what they were. Okay, the the Falcons. (laughs) Every single time I doubt the Falcons, they prove me wrong. So they better pull through today because I'm sick of this. All right, I like it. All right, all right. Go back to drive. Actually, um, the ride over today with you and and Zach B were in the vehicle and I was passing you. What was what was the conversation about at that point? Was it 